Welcome to this week's episode of Guarding the Well podcast. My name is James. Hopefully you're doing well today. Hopefully life's going good for you. Um, weather is doing well. Uh, people that I I know in you know my family and in my church family, uh, they've had a lot of things going on in their lives, but thing, things are good and and. Things could always be better, as they say, but, you know, things are good. And I, I pray that you're doing well. And as we're getting going today, let me ask you this. How How is your walk with the Lord going? That's what we're here for. That's what Garden the Well podcast is all about. Our aim is to help you have a healthier walk with Jesus. And that's that's all our aim is. And, and we just want to be a blessing to you. And, and so hopefully these podcasts have been a blessing to you. And if they've been a blessing to you, let us know. We would love to hear from you. If you're listening to us on Podbean, you could uh, leave us a comment. Uh, you could follow us on Podbean. Uh, or if you're listening to us through Google or Apple or any other uh, hosting site, you could follow us or subscribe. Uh, you can like uh, the podcast. You could subscribe to it. You could share it with your fa- friends and family. You can send us a comment. And if you can't find us on Podbean or anything along those lines, leave us a comment. You can connect with us on Facebook. Uh, we're on Facebook, Guarding the Well. You could uh, send us a message there. You could uh you know, write a post on on the wall, whatever the case may be. We would love to hear from you. We'd love to hear how the Lord is working in your life. And even if these uh, podcasts have been a blessing to you, we'd really, really love to hear what you what you have to say and just love to connect with you. And also just want to remind you of uh, the book that I have out now, uh, two months, about two months, um, going on two months, called Guarding the Well. Uh, same name as this podcast, and as of right now, it's still just up as uh, an electronic book for $2.99 at Amazon. If you're interested in getting uh, picking that up, and hopefully soon we'll be able to have that out for uh, paperback. Uh, are you a paperback book or an an e-reader uh, person? I tried the e-reader thing a couple years back, and... Uh, I don't know, it's just something about having a book in my hands and being able to feel the pages and smelling the pages. I know that sounds weird, but if you're a book person, you know what I'm talking about. So uh, what are you, uh, physical book or digital copy? Uh, Let us know. Uh, This morning, uh, well, this day, I just have something quick for you. Uh, Hopefully, don't want to take up too much of your time. But I was reading something in the book of Malachi not too long ago. Well, actually, a couple months back, and it caught my attention. And what it is, it's in Malachi chapter 2, and I'm going to pick up in verse 14 and read verse 14 and verse 15. And don't worry, it's not a Bible study. We're not going to go into the history or anything along those lines. But in the book of Malachi, uh, we read this. You ask why. It is because the Lord is acting as the witness between you and the wife of your youth, because you have broken faith with her, though she is your partner, the wife of your marriage covenant. Has not the Lord made them one? In flesh and spirit they are his. And why one? Because he is seeking godly offspring. So guard yourself in your spirit and do not break faith with the wife of your youth. And what really got me in uh, that verse, verse and a half, if you will, um, a couple of months back is where the Lord says, 
guard yourself in your spirit, which is pretty much what what we say here on this podcast of guard your heart, guard your well, right? Uh, He says, guard yourself in your spirit and do not break faith with the wife of your youth. And like I said, we're not going to get into all the the history behind that, but what really caught my eye there is how God is is just referencing marriage, uh, the relationship between a man and a woman being married together. And he says, don't break faith with her. But also in that, he says, guard yourself in your spirit and do not break faith with the wife of your youth. And what I started to think about was just marriage in general. Marriage is an incredible gift from God and marriage is incredibly important. Uh, Now, if you're not married and, and, and you're single, you know, nothing wrong with that. God calls people to be single, but for a lot of people, God calls us to be married to marry uh, someone else that we have fallen in love with, that he has brought into our lives. Um, You know, give you a little insight. uh, In this coming June, uh, my wife and I will be married for 18 years. Now, we've been together for uh, just about 23 years, but we'll be married for 18 of those years in just a a couple months. And uh, man, marriage, marriage is fun. Marriage is an adventure, um, but marriage is also hard. Marriage is very, very difficult. If you've been married for any length of time, you know that marriage is hard in so many different areas and so many different reasons because you're doing life together and life throws so much at us. But marriage is incredibly, incredibly important. I can remember looking at back over my marriage with my, my wife there's been times where, you know, my, you know, the week before we got married, my, my grandmother passed away seven days before we got married. Uh, my wife's grandfather, as he was flying in to perform our uh, wedding, uh, he got off the, <clears throat> excuse me, got off the airplane and went right to the hospital. Uh, he had some medical issues and he stayed in the hospital the whole time. And he was supposed to do part of our wedding ser- uh, service. And I remember the day after our, our wedding, uh, before my wife and I left for our honeymoon, we went to the hospital and she went into the bathroom and put on her wedding gown to come out and show her grandfather uh, her in, in her, her wedding dress. You know, that was the, the week before our wedding. It rained on our wedding day. Then we we moved uh, to pastor a church and then to have kids. And if you've been following uh, the podcast, you know, uh, my third-year-old boy uh, son has uh, Duchenne muscular dystrophy. We found that out about him when, when he was about eight months of age and, you know, married for five and a half years. And then, you know, the doctor saying, hey, your son has a, a 100% fatal disease. Yeah, that that's <clears throat> it's difficult. It, it, it's it's really difficult to be married, but marriage is an incredible gift from God. And for you and I, Scripture calls us, if we're married, if we're going to be married, that we need to guard our hearts, that we need to guard our hearts. And one of the ways that we guard our hearts is actually by guarding our marriage. I want you to see that correlation. If you're married, if you're going to be married, guarding your marriage is a way to guard your heart. And guarding your heart is guarding your marriage. They go hand in hand. As a, as a pastor, 
I've spoken to so many married couples over over the years about their marriage, and I, I've seen marriages fall apart. I've I've been in conversations with couples, and and couples talk to or, or speak about, well, they did this, and they don't do that, and and this and that, and this has taken place, and marriages has just fallen apart, uh, where one spouse has has left their their marriage partner and and gone with somebody else and I've seen the the, the heartache I've seen uh, the tears I had people on the other side of my desk crying to me because of the, the state of their marriage and I've seen the marriage relationship get neglected in one way or another and I've been seeing it and I've heard the stories and it's so important that you and I we guard our hearts in our marriage and that we guard our marriage to guard our hearts and you may ask, well, why? Well, why do that? Well, we need to guard our hearts. We really do. Uh, the, the whole essence of this podcast is guarding your will, which is your heart. We, we need to be doing that. And so why do we guard our marriage? Because it's as we guard our marriage from everything that the world is throwing at us, and the world throws so much at us when it comes to marriage, when it comes to love, when it comes to life, that we really need to guard our marriage. Because as we guard our marriage, as you take your marriage serious and you put the work into guarding your marriage, what's it going to do for you? It's going to guard your heart. It's going to act as a wall. It's going to help fortify your heart to help you to have a healthy walk with Jesus and to help you have a healthy walk with your spouse. Because as you're guarding your marriage it's going to feed into your heart good things and proper things and right things to in and from the lord you're going to know that you love your spouse and that you don't need to go off and find somebody else because you think your spouse is lacking in some area here's the deal we're all lacking in some area or another your spouse is not perfect you're not perfect. I'm not perfect. My wife's not perfect. None of us are perfect. And so we have to stop looking at our spouse going, well, they lack in an area. So I need to find somebody else that doesn't lack in that area. Well, guess what? You can go and find someone that doesn't lack in that area, but I promise you, you'll find out that that person lacks somewhere else. And so as we guard our marriage, we're going to be guarding our hearts so that we are protecting our heart and our mind and our emotions and our desires from getting pulled off, pulled away of trying to go and find somebody else for some reason that really doesn't make sense when, when you think about it. But not only do we guard our, our marriage to guard our hearts, we guard our marriage so that it guards the heart of our spouse. When you're in marriage, you are to love your spouse self-sacrificially. means that you're supposed to think of them first and foremost before yourself. That, And this is especially for the husbands, that we are to die to ourselves daily for our wives. I always make the, the joke with my church that, you know, I die to my wife um, daily, but there is a season where, you know, Dancing with the Stars comes on the television and, you know, I hand the remote over reluctantly and I like that dying to my myself because I really don't like that show. But my, my wife loves dancing. But as we guard our marriage, well, we're guarding the heart of our spouse. 
Because what we're doing when we guard our marriage is we're allowing our spouse to know that we love them, that we are there for them, that we care for them, that we're going to do everything that we can in their best interest. Does that mean we're going to be perfect and do everything absolutely right? Absolutely not. But when our spouse can sit back and and know that their spouse loves them, that they're protecting them, that they're trying to lead or guide or care for in a proper way, it guards their heart and enables them to grow uh, in the marriage relationship. It enables them to grow in, in just their own walk in and through life. It helps them to grow in their walk with the Lord because they know that their spouse is there loving them and they don't have to worry about what they're doing or anything along those lines. But the third reason why we ought to guard our marriage is this, because as we guard our marriage, not only do we guard our own hearts in that, and we guard the heart of our spouse, but we also guard the heart of our children. Now, if you're married and you have kids, you know that raising kids is one of the greatest and hardest adventures on the face of the planet. I have a 13-year-old, so he's a teenager. Then I have another 10-year-old, and he's already starting to act like a teenager. It's it's fun. We'll, we'll just put, we'll just say it that way. It's, it's fun. And many of you know what it's like. And some of you, you don't have children yet. Maybe you're, you're newly married. Maybe you're uh, planning to start a family soon. Well, as you guard your marriage, what you're also doing is actually guarding the hearts of your children. And here's what I mean by that. When you guard your marriage, you're setting that example for your children. And what you're doing is you're laying a foundation of of love, of structure, of grace, of comfort, of forgiveness, of mercy. You are uh, giving them an example to look to. Think of the examples that are in our world that show to us marriage. There are there are not many good examples that the world gives to us of a good godly marriage. And so as we guard our marriage, what we're doing is we're setting that example for our kids of what a marriage looks like, what a marriage can be by the grace of God. And so we're giving that that example to them. We're giving something to them to strive to have, to go, you know what? You know, this world shows me that marriage looks like this, but my my mom and dad their marriage looks completely different. There's laughter, there's grace. Yes, there's times where uh, we don't get along and, and, and you know, we argue and, and, and talk things and, and have different opinions, but there's a love, there's a grace, there's a respect, there's a seeking of forgiveness in all of that. And that really guards the heart of our kids. And it also gives them a, a structure of love. They know that their, their mom and dad loves them and that they're there for them. And it gives them a picture of, you know, uh, the relationship between Jesus and the church, because that's one of the reasons for marriage. One of the reasons for marriage is to show the relationship between Jesus and his church in the marriage relationship between the husband and the wife. And so we need to guard our marriage because in that, our hearts are guarded, the hearts of our spouse are guarded, and it guards the heart of our children in, in many ways. And so I can hear what you're asking, well, how do I do that? Well, this all is a whole series. You could preach on this. You could do many podcasts on, on this. But I don't want to take up all of your time. And so I just want to lay a couple things at your feet. How do you guard your marriage? Well, 
invest time in your marriage. As I said earlier, I've been I've talked to couples so many times over the years and I I've read books and I've listened to stories and everything along these lines of marriage and I look back and I realized that the husband and wife they didn't actually spend any meaningful time together. A couple of years back I was quietly quite surprised and disturbed when I learned at least at the time and this is a couple of years back that the fastest growing age group of divorce in America was 50 year olds about 50 to 60 years of age and the reason that that group of adults in America was the fastest growing had the fastest growing rate of divorce was because the kids were no longer in the home they the kids left the house because of college because of, of marriage and just getting out on their own and so uh, the husband and the wife they're now left in the house and there's nobody else there and it was just the two of them and they didn't know each other anymore for the last 20 25 years they didn't invest any time in each other they didn't invest any time in their relationship all their time was invested into their children or their their own pursuits, their own hobbies, and they never found things that for them to do together. They didn't invest time with each other. How much time do you spend with your spouse? How much time do you actually spend talking to your spouse about the things of life and how, you know, what are we going to do about this? And, and how are you doing? What's going on in your life? How much time are you actively investing into your spouse? How about this? Prayer. How do you guard your marriage? It's prayer. Do you pray for your spouse? Do you pray for your marriage? Do you pray with them? You know, prayer is one of those things that that will guard and cover our marriage. But here's the thing. You you have to do it. And not just with a, a loose attitude, but to be desperately praying for your spouse and desperately praying for your marriage. You may say, well, my marriage is really good right now. That's fantastic. I love to hear that. But Praying for your marriage will help your marriage to stay well, and, and that's the key. Communication. How often do you talk? What do you talk about? Communication is one of the aspects, along with time, that is often neglected in the, the marriage relationship. There's so many times where husbands and wives, they don't talk about things. They just assume things. Or they go, well, I'm going to do this. I'm not going to talk to my, my spouse about it. And we joke and we say, well, it, it's easier to ask for forgiveness than permission. It might be easier, but it's not more beneficial. And so communication is key. I tell when I do marriage counseling, I, I tell uh, the couples all the time, if you don't communicate about your life and what's going on in your life, what's taking place at work and your struggles and your fears and your worries and, and your desires and, and just everything, your marriage is really going to, to struggle uh, at some point. You need to have that communication. Communication is so vitally important. Communication is, is one of the things that helps guard our marriage. And here's just one last thing for you. Serving together. Do you serve the Lord with your spouse? Now, raising a family is serving the Lord. Being married is serving the Lord. I hear you on that. But do you actively serve the Lord with your spouse? You know, my wife and I used to, before I became a pastor, we uh, did a youth group at a, at a church. We, that's what we did. We did that together. I focused in on the lesson. She focused in on the games. We were serving that way. We served together as we helped out at a Bible camp. And 
she has always uh, helped serve the church with me uh, alongside of me in the capacities that she that she is gifted in and but what about you and your your spouse where and how do you serve the lord together as a couple as a husband as a wife because as you serve together and serve in the lord in and through and with your marriage that helps guard your your marriage it gives your marriage another sense of identity and purpose of serving the lord together and so how's your marriage are you guarding it because as you guard your marriage you'll guard your heart and to guard your heart is to guard your marriage and so hopefully this gives you a little bit of insight into marriage and gives you a little bit of insight into something you need to be doing in your life to help guard your heart. Hopefully it's a blessing to you. Hopefully it'll be beneficial to you. Hopefully it will help you have a healthier walk with the Lord. And really appreciate you joining us today. And hopefully we'll hear from you. And uh, we'll talk to you again soon. You take care.